0: Welcome back to The Glint Standard. Today, we're talking about turning an idea into a pitch.
1: Welcome to The Glint Standard, the only podcast with millennial and old-school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all starts with an idea. but then Good you idea? Have to... Bad idea? Does it matter? I mean, usually you want the good ideas. Those are I've seen some debates. really bad ideas win. I've s- well. So just a really good pitch, right? Really good pitch. That's why the show Shark Tank, I think, exists because it's oh, you know, it's all about pitching. Is it? Because it, c- it could be a terrible idea, but it still wins sometimes. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think okay. about like
0: if you watch. I just said like like I'm 20 years old. That's really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're watching, say, a TV commercial, or you yeah. see a billboard. And it's mm. terrible. That's mm. a terrible idea that they got across somehow. They
1: pitched it, and yeah. I go,
0: "I want the guy that sold that."
1: Yeah, you no, know, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. <laughs> really good sales guy at that point. Oops, really oops good, good sales guy helps a lot, or girl. So, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, so when it comes to um, having a, a really good idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it really doesn't matter until it's being pitched extremely well, right? Uh, cuz you could have a bad idea that's pitched really well and it wins, but if you have a really good idea and it's not pitched well, right. I mean it's going to flop, right?
0: Yeah, super frustrating. It happens a lot in our industry. Mm. There are a lot of really good ideas on ways to solve problems for clients. Yeah. And agencies are really good. Typically when you're pitching on the agency side anyway, you're going up against the best of the best cuz you know, you don't have 10 agencies pitching, they get narrowed down. Yeah. So it comes down to fit a lot too in reading your audience a little bit mm. and delivering based on what you think they need to hear to win.
1: Well, I would say, I mean, it's, it's obviously a mixture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you wanna make sure that you're not just explaining the, the idea extremely well, mm-hmm. right? But you also right. want to adhere to the audience. Um, Because we know most sales really is just about appealing to the audience that you're presenting to at that point. And presenting the information in a way that they can connect with it, the decision maker. And and it's, I mean, you you have the balance between the emotional side of it and the business side of it, right? Um, Especially when you have a really good idea, you want to make sure that um, the CEO is going to care most about like, does it increase revenue? How is this going to help our business grow? How's all that, Right. Um, the, you know, let's say it's a social media campaign, the social media person's going to be like, Oh my gosh, is this like going to do I have to stay up on weeknights? Well, and, platforms we're using, yeah. now, am I familiar with, um, oh, yeah. makes sense. like they get stressed. Right? Well, they're also going to
0: test you though. If they're really good at their stuff too. Absolutely. Okay. Do you really know what you're talking about? Let's dig in, into the weeds a little bit. Here. So
1: I, th- I think it's, you know, you, you have to, you're not always going to have a perfect audience in a perfect room that everybody's all the same and it's one story and it makes it super simple. Haven't seen it yet. Nope, nope. (laughs) You always have like the analytical person but also the really creative person and then the person who cares most about business and revenue and knows all their numbers, right? right? And so it's like, you have all these different dynamics in the room. So I think pitching is is really an art, right? I mean, it it really is Um, and being able to communicate is really that art. Right, uh, being able to communicate effectively.
0: Yeah, I think the hardest thing, it's uh, even when you're doing work and, and say it's design work or mm. proposal, whatever it is, the pitch is exactly the same way. You get so close to it, but a lot of times you can't see maybe some of the challenges that might come out of it. Right, You're, you're loving it, which is great. That's where that passion comes from and that's how, how you deliver a great pitch. Mm. But having outside eyes look at it and go, okay, I get where you're trying to go, but it doesn't make sense here. Yeah. It's not delivering the way I think you intend it. When you talk about it, it's great. But if they're following along, I think they're going to miss it here. We need to maybe rethink that piece of it. And having, you don't want too many people throwing an opinion in there. Right. You'll never get done. Right. Um, but it's about trying, okay, based on our audience, what we do know about them, maybe if we say it this way, it'll connect more. Mm. And really having good conversations around that more than make that bullet point blue and have it come in right. second. Right. At the end of the day, that really doesn't matter that much.
1: No, and I, I think it's, you know, especially when you are pitching, those little minute things like, oh, gosh, that, that slide didn't have transitions on it. Like, at the end of the day, people might go, ooh, that was, like, that was off. The designer
0: type person is going to see that right if they're in the room. Yeah. But
1: at the end of the day, it usually isn't the thing that makes or breaks the deal no, going through, right? Not. Like, absolutely people not. are like, okay, there's going to be challenges. People are human. Like, that's just going to be the nature. So... Um, one thing that you know I've always noticed is is people are um, typically good at one form of communication. So like there's different mm-hmm. types of pitching, right? Okay. You yeah. may have like a meeting. We've been talking more presentation style, but there's also right. over the phone, uh, email. They all matter. Yeah. Um, I mean there, there's lots of different. The elevator ones. pitch.
0: The there's, elevator
1: pitch. The yeah. thirty
0: second. I caught you Ooh. in the elevator. What am I going to say to make you go? I got five hundred thousand right here in my pocket. I was waiting for somebody to tell me that I needed to use you. Yeah,
1: so how doesn't do really do work. I'm
0: yeah. I'm not a huge fan of a pre formed elevator pitch. Yeah, but I think the purpose behind it is correct. It's about trying to when you have don't have a lot of time Very identify good. what's unique about you yeah. and, and your business. Yeah, right. That you're representing.
1: Yeah, and, and and I would say most people are typically good at at least one form. Of communication like that, right? Uh, it could be, and nowadays you even have to include like texting, right? I don't you think do. you really pitch that way, but yeah, um, maybe we're maybe. getting there. Maybe. maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you have that. You have uh, video conferencing because you have less pressure. You're not, you're not yep. right in front of somebody, right? Maybe that lowers the nervousness, and they're really good at video. Josh can't always read the room, can't read the entire room a lot of times. Well, especially if they don't have their camera on. That makes it so difficult. So. Yeah, that's very
0: difficult. It's one of the reasons why we have a 360 camera. So you can see yeah. the entire room. And you can see and everything And you going start on. to see how things, are people paying attention, are they not? You can see yeah. some of that. And then you can zoom in close when they start speaking.
1: Well, and, and, you know, one of the things we've, put we talked about this on one of the last podcasts actually, was uh, getting out of that comfort zone, right? right? And, and yeah. really pushing that boundary. Right. And do you feel like that's something, you know, if somebody's really good at email pitches, let's say, uh, do you think that they can overcome? Because in general, they're good at pitching. It's just that form of communication. Do you think that they can get better at uh, pitching, let's say presentation style, right? First off, everybody can get better.
0: Yeah. Can they ever do it to the um, extent to win a pitch? Not necessarily. Mm. It's people who are comfortable in front of people—they're rare to find. That's why when you find a marketing person and you talk to them about what's your role, well, I do marketing, I do sales, I do, you know, event planning. I do all these things. X, Y, Z. Yeah. You're you're probably decent at that. You're probably yeah. not great at any of it. And you have to hire people to help with that mm. because a marketing person thinks very different, differently than a salesperson. And sometimes you get, there's some blend in there, yeah. but being able to pitch and present information, there are agencies, they hire that out all the time because they're terrible at right. it. And it's smart. I've seen, I've seen companies hire, um, we, have, we have a group here, a comedy uh, group here called Four Day Weekend. Mm. I've seen them be hired to pitch an idea to a client Foreign agency, really, because it delivers the way they want it to, and then of course at the end the the agency's there and they talk yeah. through. But the nuts and bolts of bringing the idea there and breaking down the room are mm. really good at that, and it fit for what they're trying to do. So, right. at the end of the day, you have to do what you need to do to to win. Yeah, and do what you think it's going to take. But I I don't think somebody who may be great at emailing and pitching through a process like that, may not necessarily be good at delivering it face to face. Get nervous. Yeah. And you get nervous and you're twitching around and you're like, oh my gosh, and you know this and it's gonna dilute confidence real quick. Why'd you send the amateur? Because mm. I'm it's really not that important it's to kind you. Kind of like the junior team it's, showed up. Yeah. It's hard. And it's okay if you can preface that and you have some experience in the room and you you'll be able to tell if somebody's just cutting their teeth. Mm. And you can you, that has to happen at some point, but you gotta pick the right situation for that growth. For both the client and the presenter.
1: Yeah. So say you have a good idea, mm-hmm. right? Um, you find an ideal target audience person.
0: I feel like I've had
1: one or two of those. Yeah. I've
0: done the second part, okay? Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. How do you now go about putting together that pitch, right? Um, is it like, Is there a standardized process where you're like, okay, I'm going to do... I start with the outline to make sure I get all my mm. thoughts down. And then I move into creative and making it cool. And then, you know, I get feedback, or like, yeah, how do you, what's, mean, what's that process you're, look you're, like? You're
0: kind of talking about the process. I mean, that, okay. that's kind of it for me, right? Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do first though, and the way I think about it is, what's my goal here? Mm-hmm. Am I going to use a scare tactic to get them on board? Am I going to be super confident in our abilities? Yeah, and deliver that way? Or am I going to go in there and just from an attitude of I'm just trying to help and I hope it's a good fit? Yeah. 99% of the time I'm going in to help. Yeah. I'm going to show hopefully through the presentation that we can help. Really, that's what you want from a partner. Overconfidence. um, I'm boasting how great you are as an agency. It's about you now, not the client. And it can cause problems when you're working with that agency later on through the process, right? So, it's the presentation mm-hmm. is about fit and connection as it isn't much about the details that you put out there. But, step number one, I think you hit it the nail on the head got to do an outline, get your ducks in a row, start filling in the gaps, yeah, right? Then have somebody look at the pre design it. You know, you, you probably have a preformed template that you're throwing this stuff into, it's already got some whiz bang changing stuff, yeah. maybe it's not all done. But you got it pretty much in place. Here's the flow of the presentation. Now show it to somebody, right? Let's let's change it here. Let's do this. This isn't connecting. Move this forward. Now you're working on it together. Now you polish it up. Now it's done. And hopefully you have enough time then to sit on it for a day or two
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then enhance it and make it better. You know you can win with this. Yeah. After a day or two, you can start to enhance and take it even further. Yeah. So that, that's the process that, that works the best that's for us. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like to think of it like a story, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be guiding them through okay. like a journey. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have a theater background, so maybe that's where that comes from. Um, I think that makes sense. Right? Yeah. And especially if I'm going to be presenting in person uh, because I'm like, okay, how do we get interactive? How do I start to pull them into it? How do yeah. I, yeah. you know, is there questions that could be targeted to not just yes or no, right? Really getting them thinking or... Um, and I think that's one of the other things about people that pitch really well, especially in person or, or over the phone, not necessarily email because that's pretty cut dry, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's pitching, but it's at a different place at that right. point. Yeah. Uh, but just being able to adapt and change really quick um, and being able to, you know, something said and then you're like, well, tell me more about that. Why have you always done that? And no, Why that's a that chance way? for you to dig yeah. in and draw your audience into the presentation. Yeah.
0: That's key, but I think what you said a minute ago makes a a lot of sense. The thing that we haven't talked about is your presentation Mm. has to be your presentation. If you do my presentation, it's not going to come off. It's not going to come off, and if I do yours, it's not going to come off because the way we think and our pathways are different. Yeah. But the outcome and the goal and the process is the same. Yeah. And that's where you have to. Here's how we do our presentations. Now tailor it to a way that you can deliver it effectively.
1: And I think that's it. obviously a challenge when you start to present with multiple people like you and i have presented together in the past right right um literally the same presentation but it's you know this is your section this is my section we almost have to do it that way or else it becomes a challenge and i I know there are people out there that you know it's tag team and they do it really well and they'll literally bounce each other off each other during the entire thing right Uh, and it's crazy to me to see that i'm like that's i mean that's great it is but it's so difficult to achieve um to be able to do that like on a regular basis especially um and so that's that's one of the things that i know uh i've always struggled with is is really because i can i like to put it together like i like to do the outline i like to how am i going to i really do think of it like acting or theater or any of that right and really start to build that journey and that story that's being told and the end result is obviously they signed the contract and then we're good. And that's a um, great story. Yeah. That's act four and that's closing. <laughs> um, and so, but no, it's like, you know, um, being able to include other people in that sometimes becomes a challenge because they don't, they don't think of it the same way I do. Um, or they don't, they don't yeah. come into it with the same attitude that I do. Right. Not in a wrong way. Um, just that you know they're not thinking about it the exact same way.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, you said it though. It's um, if you're putting the presentation together and you're owning that. Yeah. And you know you're going to bring me in yeah. or somebody else in in a certain part. You know you're going to adjust and tailor that for that person and set them up for success. Yeah. And you know you're going to need to do that piece of it. And that's. Yeah. And I agree with you. That's a great talent you have. But I would say your talent is really getting up and talking in front of that audience. The presentation is really uh, an agenda, moving agenda to Mm. keep us on point, make us finish on time, things like that, especially for you. Um, I'm a little long-winded at times, as we've probably seen through the podcast. It happens. Um, (laughs) But you're very good at that part of it. And you can still read the room. But at the end of the day, what you've gotten much better at, and I think it's, it's a benefit for us, is letting that audience become a part of it and being able to draw them into that presentation at that point we're not presenting anymore, we're helping, and we're having a discussion in the
1: room. Right. That's what I think the pitch is all about. Well, and, and you know, one of, the thi- one of the whole reasons I got into advertising and marketing was because I just wanted to help other small business owners, mm-hmm. right? And so like, um, I know that's usually when I go in, m- one of the biggest goals that I always make sure to include is like, how do we truly help them achieve what they're trying to do, right? Um, and it's it's usually those small sentences, right, that are sometimes so hard to get out of a client. Where yeah. it's like, hey, I'm just trying to get new patients done. Keep it that simple, right? Yeah. And it's like, all right, don't overcomplicate. Hey, guys, this is this is how we do this, right? All this right. is how we do this together. This is what the team looks like. This is how we're going to achieve this. This is the budget. This is the timeline. All those things start to come out, but really, it's all based around that one little sentence of like, I want to get new patients. It's like done.
0: Yeah, That's, and even with a big client's the same thing. If you absolutely. can really drill down and get that core
1: achievement, yeah. you're you're good. So do you think there's always one thing that has to be included in every single pitch? Whew. So like for me, when I'm when I'm thinking about regardless the format, regardless who it is, industry, any of that, right? How much time I have to prepare, anything like that, the, the very first thing that comes to mind is they have to understand the value, right? Um, we have to be able to go in and be like, this is the value of what we're providing. Um, do you think there's one thing that always has to be in every single pitch? Um, I know I put you on the spot with that. No, <laughs> there's. I'm,
0: I'm thinking through it because there, there's a couple couple different things super important. And it's, it's really, you have to talk about schedule, I think. Okay. You know, and Pitch like pitching an idea, not, yeah, yeah. not the elevator, right? Yeah. But even the elevator has some elements of this, right? If you if you want to really, it's hard to deliver this right way, but you have to talk about a schedule and timeline, mm. realistically, what that looks like, how things could be impacted there. you got to talk about money. Oh, yeah. That has to be there. Otherwise, everybody just kind of going through the motions, and you're going to have to get to that point anyway. There's not a business out there that works for free. And companies are willing to pay money. So, you, you just got to talk through that piece of it. And the sooner you can have that uncomfortable conversation, yeah. the sooner you can make a decision on, oh, well, if that's what we're dealing with, this is what we can do for that. And this is how we would deliver for you. Hope that's a great fit. We think it's the best fit, right? So, th- those are really, they're more elements mm. than they are, you know, has to be in every pitch type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I think they have to be there because it sets the tone for the rest of the relationship. You have to go in thinking, you're gonna be able to provide them with the most help. yeah. And they're gonna see that you are the right fit for them and they're just at the right chemistry. So assume you have that. Mm. And then talk about schedule and money and if all that works out, cause that's about where we were thinking, all right, you can't really be in a better spot than that. Then the next agency comes in or the next elevator pitch comes in. And they go, hmm, let me think about all those parameters and I'm gonna pick the best one because yeah. they can all do it. Yeah. So, but I think that has to come out every single time, the sooner the better.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I would say another thing is probably just the the way it's delivered.
0: Pretty important. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, it's gonna be 50 grand, you got it? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay, something like this can probably be around 50,000. Let me tell you why. Mm. This is what it's about. Does that does that align with what you were thinking? No. Yes. Well, and you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's less. Okay. It's not about how much money you have. Where the first delivery is probably about how much money you have. Yeah. You know. Does uh, does a million dollars scare you?
1: Right. Well, but you can also take the other approach, right? Mm-hmm. Of okay, let me ask you this: If I solve this problem for you, what's the value of that for you? like monetarily value for that, right? I bring you new patients. Let's say it's 100 new patients a month. What does that equate to, right? That's a, that's a great way to look at it, yeah. Right, okay, mm-hmm. so let's say my cost for me to do that for you is 20% or whatever it's gonna cost you. Do you like an 80% return? I mean, is that somewhere you wanna be around, right? right. And And most business people, I think, can get their heads around that very quickly and be like, yes. And you're talking data and numbers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you, you have to deliver on those numbers at that point. Absolutely.
0: Right? And it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a great way to go, okay, let's talk about, and I think it's a good point, let's talk about the result, not the process. Right. You're paying us for a process. No, you're really paying us for a result. Yeah. What's that result? Yeah. It's a great way to look at it.
1: So, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, get some Get some thoughts from you on, on how you pitch. Maybe you have a really unique thing that you do. Curveball,
0: on a fastball.
1: They're kind of pitching I'm guessing. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> That's kind of dad stuff working in there a little yeah, bit. <laughs> a little bit. So, but, no, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, if there's any, maybe a, a, a thing that you always make sure is in your pitches or um, a method that maybe we didn't even talk about, right? Maybe somebody has a VR mm-hmm. method. That's really cool. We'd hear, love to hear about that. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, leave us a comment below or, or send us a message on whatever channel you're listening on. Uh, or just send us an email, agency at theglintstandard.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard, featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.